everybody, and welcome to the series, Mind Hacks to Actually Reach Your Goals. This series was designed to be about eight to ten minutes a day over the period of a period of time, a few weeks, to literally go through what are the practical steps that we need to take to take our lives from where we are to where we gotta be. Thanks for joining us and uh let's get started. Two hacking your mind to achieve your goals, episode seven, talking about last time we spoke about the Q. Right? Remember the three p- pillars. The cue, the trigger, that's what starts it. That's the connection. Then there's the routine. After the routine, you get the reward. So what we're going to talk now a little bit is about the routine. And this is critical, right? Because what you want to be doing is finding something in your life that you're already doing and use it as a cue to trigger a new routine. Okay. So to find a new routine, we have to, I guess, expand a little bit. And this is where a lot of habits fail. I'm going to spend the, maybe an episode or two about this. Why do most resolutions fail? The reason is because, I believe, is because what somebody is doing is they're dealing with their hands and not their heart. What that means is when you make a resolution to eat healthier or to be a better spouse or to be more spiritual, or to be more generous, whatever your resolution is. My question is, why aren't you that already? Right? Like, why aren't you healthier? Like, you're making the resolution. The reason is because there's some part of who you are that is blocking you from doing that thing. Right? You don't fully believe in eating healthy. You're not really healthy. You really believe in who you really are based on your neural connection. It's not who you are in your soul, but who you are in your brain. It's someone who has conditioned themselves to choose taste over health. That's how you operate. You're more selfish. You're married now, so it's flaring up, but you're more selfish, right? You're more focused on yourself, and so you're not generous with your money. You're not generous with your time, right? This is your actions are really a product of, of your identity. And deep, deep down, your identity is me first. Okay. It worked out fine when you're in, when you're a bachelor, but your wife's upset at that. You know, your husband's annoyed, right? You're, you're more focused on your own career manifests when someone asks you for money and you think, what am I giving you money? It's my money, right? So, Really, the reason why we not we're not more is because it's a product of of how we see ourselves. It's a product of how we see the world. It's a product of our our character. That's really what it is. I mean, it's hard to say it, but it's really true. I think. Otherwise, you'd be doing it by now. That's why some friends of ours do things more naturally than we do because that's their character. Okay, maybe they got it from their parents or their family, whatever it is. But I'm not blaming anybody. That's just the way it is. And the the reason why these things tend to fail is because we end up changing our hands and not our hearts, right? We end up saying, I'm going to eat healthy when really we don't want to. We want to, we want to eat what we want to eat, but we feel guilty. We got too heavy. We got this. We're unhealthy. Someone told us the doctor whatever. I got to fit into something. I don't know. There's some outside external force driving me to do something that deep down in my heart, I don't really want to do, right? I don't really want to worry about somebody else as much as I should, but I feel guilty, right? Even if no one's telling me this, 
I know it's wrong. But I haven't worked on my identity. I'm only working on my hands, on my actions. And the reason why most resolutions fail is because they're action-based and they're not identity-based. You're still unhealthy, right? You just, when someone says, I quit smoking, what does it mean I quit smoking? It means I'm really a smoker. I just stopped because some doctor told me I'm going to die, right? Deep down in their identity, they're a smoker. And so since their identity stays the way it is, they'll just quit until something happens and they go back, right? This happens a lot with food. Food's easy. I mean, emotions are hard. So that's why I bring up food, not because it's important, because it's easy, right? People like to eat what they want to eat and then they feel guilty. So they stop, but they didn't really change their identity of being healthy. And so as soon as something else comes up right now, they're inspired because it's New Year's, but in a week they'll be stressed because it's work. And then that emotion of stress will replace the emotion of inspiration. And they'll go back to where they are because they're not really different. In order to really make a change, you have to identify the, the root of who you want to be. Now, remember, you at your core are a soul. A soul is a piece of God. You are infinite. You have infinite power and potential. The stuff that you do and even the stuff that you quote unquote are is just a product of your experience. It's just what you were raised with. It's just what you've seen. It's just a computer up there. The true you is generous and kind and healthy and wonderful and selfless and it's infinite. You're, you're all spiritual. There's nothing in the physical world that makes you you. All you got to do is work on the conditioning in your mind and bring out the true essence of who you are. And so really the work of building your routine begins with digging into who you deep down want to be. Because who you want to be, and you know it because you feel it in moments of inspiration, when you can get to the place where you can articulate who you want to be, that will clue you in on what you should do. And this is the concept of do have be or be do have. We live in a world where we were raised on do have be. Because when we're younger, we don't really think much. But our parents and our teachers and our principals need us to do things and know things. So they make us do stuff that we don't know what we're doing, right? You go to school, you know what you're doing. So you just go to school and you take all these tests and learn all this stuff. And they tell you, do work, right? Have good grades and you can be a good student. And we sort of buy that. Do work, have money, be rich, right? We keep on hearing these things of you could be, one day you will be. We're sitting in school, ninth grade and eighth grade, and we're studying to be a good student, to be successful, right? What do you want to be when you grow up? Being is always there. We are always here doing. And as you get older, if you catch this, you'll realize that they just keep on moving the, the goalposts. So you want to be successful to get into high school, then to get into college and to get to your first job, then to get to the corner office and to get to the next, whatever. You just constantly be growing. There's no be that you're going to reach do have be and our brains orient around this but what if it were backwards what if that's why we're constantly feeling like we're chasing our tails because we're doing things without really being anything and so we don't really know what we want to be doing what if we flip it and what if really the way it works is it's be do have you take a moment 
to identify what you want to be, you really spend time thinking about that thing inside you called your soul that compels you to be something and someone that you keep on feeling every time you're in a moment of, of, of newness. That's why you keep on going back to that feeling because your soul is telling you this is who you are deep down, not here in your conditioned brain, but here in your soul. Be this person. Now, it doesn't mean you have to do these things. You can be selfless, and the first second you make that choice, you're still fully selfish in your actions, but you've shifted your identity. We People think you need long times to change. You don't. You need a second to change. You need a long time to automate the change in your brain so that your actions are aligned with who you are, but the actual shift in who you are takes place in a moment. This, by the way, is the secret of Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur. God says, come in front of me and, and repent, do tshuva, because you could change who you are in a moment, in a day, in a decision, right? There's a concept in Judaism. I'll say it in Hebrew and translate, yesh kone olama b'sha'achas. You can acquire your world, the world to come, your portion in a moment, in a look, a feeling. What does that mean? It means that one strong decision of who you want to be that's clear and that's articulate and that you make with a full commitment is the shift in who you are. Now, your brain needs to catch up. Okay, we're building routines for that reason. And it may take years for your brain to catch up. doesn't mean that your soul isn't aligned with who you want to be. And where you see real change is when people are clear with who they want to be and that's how they start to build their routines. So what I'm going to do for the next episode or two, probably one, is talk about how do you figure out who you want to be. See you next time. Thank you, everybody, for joining us in the series. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope it helped. I hope it really made a difference in your life. And for those that uh, tagged us on social media and shared it, for those that left the podcast review, for those that shared it with your friends, um, or shared it on your status, we appreciate it. It means a lot to us that you felt comfortable enough to share this with others of people that you care about. If you missed a day, make sure to check out the show notes for the link to the entire series. You can join us um, on the Unlocking Greatness Insider community by going to charlieharari.com backslash insiders. We look forward to hearing your feedback um, on Instagram and on Twitter and YouTube and WhatsApp and everything else. But really, really appreciate your time and attention and look forward to seeing you next time. Thanks again.